Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. The Most Precious Gifts Annie turned on the oven as soon as she put down the phone. Michael was on his way from Stillwater, and it would take him two and a half hours, just enough time for the roast to finish. She had never tried to cook something so ambitious or prepare a meal so grand. But it was Valentine's Day, and she wanted to pull out the stops. Tonight she would show Michael how special he was to her. While dinner was cooking, she got herself ready. She shaved her legs, under her arms. She rubbed herself from head to toe with sweet-smelling lotion from the basket she got for her twenty-first birthday. Then, with a fashion magazine propped open against her vanity mirror she set about transforming herself from a girl into a woman. Wonders of the Younger by the plain white tees played softly while she carefully applied her makeup. Michael already had a long day when he left the dorm and got on the road. His most challenging classes were that morning. Then he had his campus facilities job in the afternoon. He and his workmate hustled to get their rounds done early. Then he showered and shaved and put on his suit. Driving into the night, he was tired but excited. It was Valentine's Day and there was no way he would leave Annie hanging tonight. He had gassed up the car earlier and checked the tires so he wouldn't have to make any stops. On the seat next to him was a bouquet of carnations and a little trinket in a gift box. Someday he would bring her roses and rich presents. Someday he'd take her to fancy restaurants. But times were tight for now. They'd have to settle for each other's company and a home-cooked dinner. It was enough for him, and he knew she felt the same. Annie finished braiding her hair with a black ribbon and surveyed the result. She felt foolish. She didn't look beautiful. She was a plain little girl trying to be something she was not. Her skin was too pale. Her body didn't fill out the borrowed dress. She considered changing back into jeans and her angels and airwaves hooded sweatshirt. But she had put in so much effort already. Besides, the kitchen timer was going off. Michael couldn't believe his eyes when he saw her. Wow, Annie. You look like a movie star. Annie felt herself blush all over. Thank you, Michael. You look handsome, as always. She gratefully accepted the bouquet and put it in a vase and placed it on the table, already set with her mom's good china. She had him carve the beef which he praised for its aroma and appearance. He also uncorked the Roma burgundy and poured two glasses. Annie doled out the roasted new potatoes and asparagus salad. They toasted each other and shared a tender kiss before tasting the delicious meal. Where's Bill and Diane tonight? He asked as they finished the tartlets she had made with fresh strawberries. They're visiting Liz in Midland. That's a long drive. They're staying overnight. We have the house to ourselves. That's interesting, he observed, chuckling nervously. Maybe you'll find your present interesting as well, she said, picking up a gift-wrapped package from the chair beside her and handing it to him. He opened it slowly, carefully. Inside, he found a garment of black satin. This is the kind of thing a guy gives to a girl, I think. 
she gave him a look that she hoped he would find alluring. The gift is that I will wear it for you, if you want. I want, yes, but you want to wait until we're married. I've always respected that decision. And I appreciate it, Michael. That's one of the many, many reasons I love you. He put his hand on hers. It's just. I don't want you to feel like you have to do that because you don't think I'll wait, because I will wait. I know, baby. She lifted his hand and held it to her rouged cheek. We've known each other all our lives. I've loved you as long as I can remember. I've decided that no matter what happens in our lives, I want you to be my first. I think you should take advantage before I lose my nerve. He put his arm around her and they shared a tender kiss before he hugged her and murmured in her ear. I never want to disappoint you, Annie. If you're sure, I'm sure. She stood and took the garment. Give me five minutes. He watched her walk down the hall. At her bedroom door she stopped and looked back at him. He smiled and her face lit up, then she disappeared into her room. He reached into his jacket pocket and pulled out the gift box he had brought. He set it down on the table next to the vase of carnations. He took off his jacket and draped it over the back of the chair. Then, heart racing, he followed her down the hall. Annie stood in the mirror as she disrobed. She pulled the skimpy camisole over her head. The panties tied at her hips like a string bikini. The girl in the mirror looked pretty sexy. It occurred to her that she was going to get makeup on her pillowcases. She would have to wash the sheets anyway. That thought made her feel dirty, in a good way. He would be there soon to make love to her. She pulled back the bedding and got under the sheets. He came in and smiled at her, shut the door behind him. Solemnly he disrobed down to his underwear and climbed into bed next to her. Their bare shoulders were touching. She stretched her bare foot to touch his. They were both breathing deeply, deliberately, not saying anything. She broke the silence. What do we do now? She asked. I have no idea. He laughed, and she laughed, and they both were laughing. He put his arm around her, and she rolled to face him. They kissed before many times. They necked and Frenched and made out, many times. But this time was different. Before, the kissing was the thing, the main attraction. But now, tonight, it was a warm-up to the real thing. It was foreplay. The familiar feeling was a comfort, though, to have their open mouths mashed together while their tongues explored each other's mouths. His lips went to her neck and his hand went up her thigh. He didn't have to stop at the border of her undergarments. He felt her private places under the satin fabric, then slipped his fingertips under the fabric, then untied one side of the flimsy garment. He was kissing her now on her upper chest and Annie lifted the camisole so that he could have her breasts. The feeling of his lips and tongue on her nipples was otherworldly. She was aware of her wetness and of his hardness and of the urgency of his kisses and the ache of desire in her breasts and loins. She pushed him back and ran her hands over his shoulders and chest and belly, down to where his underwear stood out. She pulled on the elastic band and nearly lost her breath when she saw it, his manhood. He lifted his hips as she pulled down on his underwear. She didn't really want to put her mouth on it but she knew guys like that so she stuck out her tongue and gave it a little lick. His gasp thrilled her and she wrapped her hand around it and felt the soft, soft skin covering his hardness. She reached for the paperboard box on the nightstand and, opening it, selected a packet from it and tore off the top. He watched her and let her place the condom over the head of his penis and shut his eyes while she rolled it down. It was time. She was ready. They were ready. To be honest, their coupling was something less than ideal. It was awkward and uncomfortable. He kept asking her if she was all right. She cried at one point 
and he would have stopped if she hadn't begged him to keep going. After much trying they succeeded in going all the way and he made love to her like they both imagined he would. Though their lovemaking wasn't the stuff of romantic fiction or erotic fantasy, it was a magical event for them. Each was with the one they loved. They waited for each other and offered themselves willingly. Neither had regrets though both were secretly afraid they had let their partner down. Once their love was consummated they lay together in the dark, clinging naked to one another, until sleep overtook them. They made love again in the early hours of the morning. Annie rolled on top of him, sat on him, rode him. She loved looking into his handsome face while she pleasured him. She enjoyed pleasuring him and took pleasure in him. The night before was special, of course. But this morning she felt more confident and loving and connected to him. She knew she would always remember the look in his eyes and his cry of ecstasy when he climaxed inside her. Then the moment was over and Michael had to quickly dress and gather his things. He had morning classes and a long drive back. Annie was glad to be in jeans and sweatshirt again. She packed him some leftovers and saw him to the door. He thanked her and kissed her and waved goodbye as he backed out of the driveway. She watched him go, then went to the kitchen to wash the dishes. On the table she noticed the little gift box he had left. She sat down and opened the box to find a plain silver ring and a valentine in a pink envelope. Inside the card, he had written, Dear and if you are wearing this ring the next time we meet, I'll know that you are willing to be my wife. Someday it will be diamond and gold. But for now I beg you to accept silver and my love. Her eyes filled with tears as she slid the ring onto her finger and held it up to admire and the light. It was a simple ring, a plain band. But there was nothing in the world more precious. The End This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Visit the other channels for more stories with a different focus. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out.